All right, everybody. Welcome to episode number six. We're going to be talking about prepping for Disney. Trip prep. That's right. I um, I was unsure about this topic at first, but the more I started writing things down, I thought, oh, you know what? This is really good because um, it's getting me excited because I'm actually prepping for a trip. I know. As we're recording, we're recording this today. And how many days do you have? Two days? I have like a day and a half, really, because... Yeah. Um, we load up at the school at uh, 3.30, depart at 4 yeah. to get on that flight for Friday night. So super excited. It's going to be, a, for me, a very unique experience going, um, unlike any that I've ever done before. Yeah, tell them a little bit about the trip. Well, um, I, I I am the lucky, I say lucky, like they didn't have to twist my arm or anything, but <laughs> I'm chaperoning our oldest son's high school orchestra trip. And they get to do uh, participate in a really unique experience. They have a music workshop, and so they're going to go actually to uh, to one of the studios there. And they have, you know, Disney musicians that are going to kind of lead a workshop. And they're gonna they're gonna basically sit in a recording session, and they're going to play Disney music, and it's going to be recorded, and they're going to get a DVD of it. But uh, I wonder, do you think they'll have like picture and movie up at I the same know, time? Because you know we've watched some of those shows, yeah. you know, Imagineering, yeah. some of the other things yeah. like that, and. There's usually like the movie going on, so I don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah. Um, I have lots of um, visions in my head that right. I'm sure are completely inaccurate, right? But it sounds like it sounds so cool. It sounds like something really, really cool. Like I can't believe how jealous I am of the kids as the mu- as the musicians because oh, yeah. when I was in high school orchestra, like we just went to San Antonio and played for the teachers, right? Like <laughs> we, we didn't do any kind of sweet, awesome, cool workshop like this. Yeah. And is it on property? Like, do you know where it is? It, it is somewhere on property, um, you know, because it's at a Disney facility, right? But um, what's really interesting is this is a really long trip. Yeah. So, you know, um, we and we get to do a long trip because we're going over the weekend. Right. So um, credit to the orchestra director for putting it together because he's like, you know, the district only lets us miss a couple of days, basically. And so when we leave Friday after school, you know, Saturday and Sunday don't count for those field trip days. And so we get our three day field trip. So we're going to be gone from Friday all the way till next Wednesday. Right. Next Wednesday night. Yeah. You are there over a holiday weekend, so there's... We are. Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be busy. busy. <laughs> we looked at the crowd calendars. There are tens. Tens <laughs> all the way across, right? Um, it, it's going to be it's gonna be different, but it'll be just cool. It'll I, be different. I don't yeah. know what to expect as the chaperone yet. We haven't had that chaperone's meeting. It's going to be like right before we leave, but um, from, from folks I've talked to, it sounds like, you know... This is kind of my solo trip to Disney a little bit. You know, kids will come in and check in from time to time, make sure that I can count all the ones I'm responsible for. But um, I'm excited. Yeah. I think it's going to be really neat. Uh, I have a list of things. And so as we talk about our topics today, like I'll tell you how I'm prepping. Right. I thought it totally made sense to do this topic. So it's awesome. And I think maybe you're hesitant because you don't, it's like unconscious, the stuff that we do to get ready. But there is things that, you know, I love doing. Well, we we go so often. And again, you know, often for us, maybe not as much for someone who lives a lot closer, but we go pretty often. And so we do have our routines and our habits down. Um, 
and so yeah, it is. It, it has kind of become unconscious for us as yeah. we get ready. Yeah. So that's why it was neat to make the list and think, okay, what are the things that I do to get ready? Yes. And here I am. So let's kick it off. Well, I'll start with mine. This one's kind of a, a simple one, but I actually have a countdown app on my oh. phone. Now, I think there's probably some like specialized Disney ones, but I have like, yeah. um, it's called Event Ticker and it's free. So I get the ads and it's kind of obnoxious, but you at the same time. You can't pass up free. Yeah, you can't pass up free. I mean, you can, but maybe you shouldn't. But you can personalize the background wallpaper of the of the countdown, like with a picture. So yeah. I have like some Disney backgrounds that I put and then it, it just lets me know how many days till my trip. And then the other thing I love about having the countdown app, I don't. I try not to be too obnoxious on social media with like, hey, I'm going on a trip. But right. sometimes I'm so excited. And I know that I have friends out there that will be excited with me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh, my goodness, I get to go in four days. And I post it on social media. And the event ticker has a cute little way to, to do it. So that's one of my preps for the trip. I think that's really cool. And it's um, I think it's a little similar to the first one that I would share, too, which is I listen to a lot of Disney music as, as yes. I prepare for it, right? Um, I mean, those of you that know me know that my, my typical running playlist, if I'm out running, is mostly Disney songs, right? But um, I like to listen to a lot of music. It kind of gets me in the in the mood and the spirit and the attitude because when you get in the parks, you're going to hear the yeah. same music. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're feeling it, and then when you're finally there, you're just like, yes. <laughs> like, that's what that's what I've been picturing in my mind when I listen to it. So listen to music is what I do. It gets me in the mood. Yeah. Like if we're staying at the Polynesian, I like to listen to more Moana yeah. or Lilo and Stitch, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just, I, I love that. That is so much fun. Okay. Well, here's another one that I do. So I, um, I pay for touring plans. They're uh, uh, one of the many Disney companies out well they're not a disney company but they support disney fans and you they have a whole bunch of things but i pay like 12 dollars a year and so cheap there's a bunch of things but one of them is there's an app that can kind of help you plan out your day Um, it also tells you how long lines are and their estimation versus like sometimes the disney wait times and lines are inflated or anyway but i pay 12 bucks a year and one of the things this is actually free so you don't even have to pay the 12 bucks a year but you can go and pick your hotel room yeah and it has the view has the view from and so like you say i'm in a two-bedroom at this hotel and and then it will pop up like all the different two-bedroom options like here's the first floor, here's a second floor, and then you click on it, and it will show you what the view is from that room. And I love a good view, like yeah. that. I don't know why, like it's extra money, and maybe people think it's wasteful, but for me, that's part of my vacation. So, I think five days beforehand, um, maybe that is part of the membership. Five days beforehand, my touring plans people will send my room request to the hotel. And I would say probably at least 90% of the time I get the room I request and I get the cool view and I know, I don't know. I I don't know that people realize that you can actually make requests for your rooms, right? Like, or at least they don't think about um, the specific types of requests, right? Like, you know, it's one thing to make a request. Like if you've got two rooms, like, yeah, I want to lock off, you know, so that they're adjoining, right? But people don't realize that maybe you can request also in terms of the view, because for instance, like, Look, as much as I love the Polynesian, um, 
it would be an absolute crying shame for you to stay at the Polynesian and not have a view of Magic Kingdom, right? Yeah. Like, you want to look out over Bay Lake. I'm sorry if you don't get to do that. Like, if you look at the parking lot from the Polynesian, <laughs> like, that to me is really sad yeah. Yeah. because, oh my gosh, like, at nighttime you can see the electric parade on the water, right? Yep. And then you can see fireworks and Space everything. Space Mountain. It's Space Mountain. Yeah. And you can see all the colors. It's so awesome. But that is a cool thing. I love touring plans. I have selfishly, like, never really told a lot of people about it. <laughs> really? <laughs> because in my twisted little mind, I'm like, no, 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 don't let the secret out. Because it is one of the most useful apps I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, you know, the way it works for Disney to determine what the wait times are, they give someone a pass, and it goes from point A to point B. Like, you get in line, and then they basically count it. They know when it starts. Yeah. For some reason... That's not always the most accurate way. And so with the Touring Plans app, if you're a member, like you can time it right there. Yeah. And there are so many Touring Plans members now that yeah. they'll do it and they time it out. And so when it's posted 55 and you get on the app and you're just like, oh, wow. The expected wait's only 27. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to go jump in. And look, it's not foolproof, right? It I, it, it, all sorts of things happen. The ride could break down. Um, some people could have not worked the app the right way yeah believe it or not yeah. it can happen sometimes it can go the opposite way sometimes you can forget to stop the timer oh so you it can go a little bit metrics. too long like there's been times when i've been in line and i at the end i'm like oh no i forgot to stop it and i just discard that timer. like i don't want that to yeah. go in there because that'll throw someone off but i love it that's an awesome suggestion well and i'll just say that i found touring plans because i first started back in like 2015 with the unofficial guide to disney world and those are the same people that yeah. do touring plans. So yeah. all of that's connected. They're so awesome. that's, I just love picking my room, my room view. I would by the way, uh, uh, we're not sponsored by touring plans. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we got no compensation whatsoever for recommending their my service. $12 right? a year for yeah. the last seven um, years. Still. But, but kudos to those guys. Cause yeah. it's really awesome. So my next, um, my next tip actually is a physical preparation, right? And that is before you go, and I'm talking like probably you really want to start this a few weeks before you go, you need to get in the habit of walking. Yes. Um, at least yes. At least a couple of miles a day. And I say that like, I'm not joking, like a couple of miles a day. You really need to get in the habit of doing that. First of all, it's really good for you physically. So you should yeah. do that anyways, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a big advocate of it. But second of all... Like when we go back and we look at our days in the parks, like most of our days are eight to 12 plus mile days of walking. Like oh, yeah. We will literally walk for between eight to 12 miles. We've had some 15, 16 mile days, like <laughs> what we've been all over. And we're fairly efficient yes. with how we do it. So it's not like we're going back and forth and back yeah. and forth. So you want to get ready for that. You want to be prepared. Um, you're talking about getting your endurance up, your stamina. If the park's open from like, you know, 8 to 9, you know, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., yeah. like you're going to be there a long time yeah. and get it going. This goes not just for you, like kids too, right? Right. So yeah. get them in the habit. And it goes without saying that if you're doing this, you need to make sure you've got some good shoes to do it in. Yes. And my recommendation personally right? It's a little bit of a pain. It's extra space in the luggage, but you should take more than one pair of shoes to do this in because you want to, I have found that I like to swap out shoes from one day to the next. I don't want to wear the same shoes, you know, consecutive days gotcha. because just like my feet need a break, so do the shoes, right? Yeah. Like they yeah. need to kind of 
have some time to re-expand. I don't know what the science behind that is. <laughs> I don't know if there is science behind it. Maybe I'm making it up, but I, that's what I found for me personally. It's just been, it's worked really well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's smart. I remember way back when we did our first big family trip there, we would we would bring the kids out and we would go walking yep. and we were just, you know, we would try to replicate it because we wanted to get the most out of our money, but just have a really good experience. And yeah. so if they weren't prepped, that was just going to add to, um, to the stress. Yeah. And, and by the way, good shoes, like part of this is breaking those shoes in before you go. Right. So if you buy brand new ones, like break them in beforehand, the last thing you want to do is get blisters while you're there. Cause that's just, that's yeah. no good. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Those are good ones. Um, let me see. So another one that I do, which, you know, with any trip, but I check the weather. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we've been fortunate that we've never really had rain ruin any trip, but we've usually always seen some rain. Yeah. Um, if there's one thing you can count yeah. on in Florida, it's, it's afternoon rain. It's the humidity yeah. is going to break the clouds open. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So a couple things that for me when I prep based off of the weather is I, and maybe it's superstitious, but I bring cheap ponchos because I feel like if I don't bring them, then it's going to pour and we're going to have to buy ponchos or just get wet. Yeah. <laughs> so part of it is that, but then I almost always end up using the cheap poncho. Like I'm talking about the dollar ones yeah. that you don't want to wear very long and that you won't, Randy won't wear at all. At all. And... <laughs> But if I have them in my purse and they're small and disposable, I, um, I this last time I put it, me and my friend, we, we wore it at the front of Splash Mountain, right? Yeah. Cause you don't, cause it was a little cold or something and we yeah, just didn't right. want to be wet. And so like the poncho isn't totally for naught, but a couple other things that, you know, are important. I mean, it's usually hot. So we have one of those small portable fans. So mm. I, I based off of the weather, yeah. you might actually want to pack some of those. That might be a good idea. Um, like the ones that you can hang over your, like a necklace for the fans blowing on your face. We have the handheld ones. But then the other thing is like the cooling towel. Yeah. Those cooling towels for me personally, they save me. Yeah. Especially, yeah. They also save my neck a little bit from the sunburn, right? Because I got a hat on, mm -hmm. and that brim will shade a lot of my face, right? But yeah. my neck's totally exposed, and I, that's a really good suggestion. Yeah. Well, another suggestion is sunscreen. We honestly, we don't wear a lot of sunscreen at the parks, which is probably a bad thing. But I feel like we go from thing to thing enough, and we yeah. get to shade that we don't we don't want to hassle with. Sunscreen. You don't do a lot of baking per se. Yeah. I mean, there there are a few rides where that could happen. We talked about it this in previous episodes, right? Like if the line's really long, Big Thunder Mountain, you can be out in the sun for quite a while yeah. for that. Um, a little bit, you Slinky know, to, to a definitely at Hollywood Studios, almost anything at Hollywood Studios, like there's a good chance that you're going to be out in that the line yeah. in the sun. So. But I think that's a really good idea, sunscreen, you know, and especially if you, like me, are um, follically challenged. <laughs> that's code word for bald. Uh, you know, I got I to gotta grease it up up there. Otherwise, it's no good. Oh, yeah. So you do you have know, you I, do I really sunscreen. do have to. And I do put sunscreen on every time now. Even though I wear a hat, I do it too. Yeah. Um, so that's a good one. But, you know, you want to you wanna stay cool. And look. There's very few times throughout the year in Orlando where you're not going to have like a hot day. Like it's February. Yeah. We're leaving in February yeah. and the high on Friday is like 86 or 87, mm -hmm. right? Like 
Now, it'll get cooler in the evening, yeah. but that doesn't help you for the majority of the day. Well, and 86 isn't that hot, but we're used to Houston where it's 86 plus humidity, and yeah. it's the same with Orlando. It's yeah. going to have humidity. I, I will say, by the way, just a little quick cl- plug for the weather. You know, we've never really had it derail our plans. We've actually had it help our plans, yeah. right? Because a couple of times we've been there and it starts raining and like Hollywood Studios cleared out. Like yeah. everyone left. Yeah. And I'm like, I will walk through this all day long now to have these short lines all to ourselves. So, yeah. <laughs> so don't don't get too down if it yeah. starts raining just because there could be shopping. some advantage there. Yeah. Right? Go shopping, do something. Um, if you're at Epcot, go hang out at Test Track. And then, like, cross your fingers that all the people go home, go back to their hotels, yeah. and now you got the park to yourself. Yeah. All right. Pro I think tip. that was me. I think it's you. Do you have another one? So my next one is um, this is kind of this is kind of interesting. Um, maybe it's interesting because it's coming from a dude, right? But I do this thing. I call it theme your days. So I actually, as you know, I have a extensive collection of Disney shirts. It's true. It is like true. extensive collection, right? Um, and so when I'm going to specific parts, like I actually like to pick out in advance, like, okay, what shirt am I going to wear? Mm. Now, my thing is like, I don't just have like 50 shirts with Mickey on it, right? Like my shirts, I think some of them are kind of clever and kind of catchy. Some of them are unique because they're, right. you know, they're made. Um, so like when we go to Magic Kingdom, I love to wear like a Space Mountain shirt, right? You know, yeah. I've got a few yeah. of them. I've actually got like five or six <laughs> favorite ride. We might have a problem over here. But uh, but we I need like that to do sponsor. that. We need some of these sponsors. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, but I like to do that. And you know one of the, one of the fun things for me is when I do that too is I like to get the reaction from people. So a couple of really cool shirts that I have, and I like to Which wear. Which is them funny because you like parks. attention, but you don't like attention. I don't want to. You know. We don't need to go deep into this, yeah. but I think it's funny. It is. It is a little funny. <laughs> But a couple shirts that I have that have been big winners for me, right? One of them is I have a I have a T-shirt and it says Flynn's Arcade on it, mm. and it's in it's the a deep reference. It's a deep reference, right? If you know Tron, and I love Tron, that's one of my favorite um, Tron Tron Legacy, especially is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like you know, you know Kevin Flynn's Arcade, right? And the cast members are the ones that typically get it the most and they appreciate it. And now with the Tron um, light cycle run ride coming yeah. to Magic Kingdom, it's perfect. I love to wear it. Another one that I had that was really awesome, um, it was particularly relevant um, during uh, the election season. Yes. But it was Mando Baby Yoda 2020. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the political catchphrase was, this is the way, awesome shirt to wear at Hollywood Studios yeah. for obvious yeah. reasons. You know, you'd get... I got all sorts of people coming up. I got high fives for that one. That yeah. was that was a lot of fun. But theme your days out. It's just so much more fun to do that. Like you're getting in the spirit, you're getting the attitude. Yep. And you're like, yeah, like I'm here and this is my purpose. You know, um, go to Animal Kingdom. I've got those Everest shirts. You know, there's there's something for every occasion. And even better yet, if you're if you're not there yet, now this is something to aspire to. Like I am pro. Um, accessorize your wardrobe so that you're ready for each park. You know, you should do it. Well, I think, yeah, it just gets you into the spirit of things. Plus, you know, all the money that we've spent on all these said t-shirts, you know, we get to monopolize on them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really fun. But I don't think that's not my main purpose. I just like wearing things that bring me joy. So yeah. I was pretty cool by association with that Mando Baby Yoda yeah. 2020 shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That made me pretty cool. Lots of high fives for that one. 
Okay. Um, so a couple more things. How many more do you have? I I got a couple more. Okay. All right. Hopefully, hopefully our listeners can stick with us here. So another one for me, um, I research menus. Mm. That's something I do to prepare. Um, for a few things, I I like good food, right? Yeah. Like I can appreciate things that taste well. And the other thing is, it takes. Um, the, regularly the menus change yeah so you can't count on i mean there's a few things you can kind of count on but even like the main things disney still changes things up so i always want to check a menu um know in the park you know if i'm in this part of the park like what snack would be worth my money and my time to go get yeah um obviously um the other thing is at restaurants like i want to find I, I do like the snacks, but I'm one that wants to have like some vegetables occasionally. I know I'm kind of unique in what? my family with this, but I just want to find something that's fresh um, to kind of break up all the, the snacks and stuff. So I research the menus of the parks, but I also, especially like when we go for my next trip, we're going to stay at a, a new hotel I've never stayed at. So I wanted to really research and know what they have to eat there and yeah. kind of how to plan my day around that. You know, that's really interesting. I'm excited for that trip, too, because I've actually stayed at that hotel a couple of times. But the two times I stayed there, like most of it was shut down because it was during pandemic season. Oh, yeah. So I haven't experienced all the restaurants there. Yeah. And, and when I have, like they were very limited on the menus and their yes, offerings and stuff. Exactly. So I think that's really good. Um, you know, my next tip goes hand in glove with that. Right. Which is you've got to make advanced dining reservations mm. ADRs like if you ever see that acronym out there ADR we're talking about getting your dining reservations the thing is um, you know for everything except a quick service at at Disney you need to have a reservation if you're going to plan to eat there yeah like there is very 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 limited walk-up service available sometimes you can do it and they can put you on a list if something opens up but it's been so rare um, you got to plan it out and you got to plan it like honestly you got to plan it pretty as far, far out advance, as you can right yeah you 60 can days. you can start it um at least 60 days right yeah. um and and make sure that you do that because that's your best chance to get to have that part of the experience some of these restaurants are so cool they're literally part of the experience right in magic kingdom i've often talked about how there's not like i think a lot of great dining options right but people love to go to be our guest mm -hmm. right like what's mm -hmm. it like to eat in beast's castle right I'll tell you what, the food is very mediocre in my opinion, but the atmosphere, the ambiance, like, is nearly unmatched, yeah. right, for so many cool. places. But on it's the other loud hand, in there, but it, it is, is really good. loud. Yeah. But, you know, there's different rooms. You can experience yeah. different things. But, you know, on the other hand, you've got, like, Tony's Town Square, right? Like, so... Lady and the Tramp, a movie that often isn't referenced or talked about a whole lot. Like you're like literally in Tony's restaurant. That's kind of a cool thing, but there's just so many neat things to do. And, and so you want to try and make sure that you've got those advanced reservations to have a chance to experience that part of the Disney journey. Yeah, which especially if you have those long days like you were talking about earlier, lots of walking. It is nice to have a real dining experience at a air restaurant conditioning. yes with air conditioning i don't want to let uh let us go without my my air Plug conditioning reference for air conditioning i think i've hit it we every episode about, so far we didn't talk about an app though so i don't know when we're gonna squeeze that in um okay so another one that i have i think this is probably my last one i could do a whole episode on things to pack and not pack 
So maybe I'll save that one for later, even though that is an obvious thing to do to prep. But the last thing I'll share is download movies and books for the plane. Yeah. And then um, make sure you've downloaded the My Disney Experience app. Yeah. It's pretty much, if you don't, I mean, you could still, I always tell people, you can have a, a great time at Disney World just going. Like, you don't have to have all of the background and the prep knowledge that we have. Like, you could just go and have fun. For sure. But for me, especially now that the way that, um, like, the Lightning Lanes and everything is, if you have the My Disney Experience app, in there has the Genie and the Genie Plus and the things that help you um, save time in lines. Um, and they even have like they recommend. I, we know food enough and places enough that we don't really need it, but they'll also recommend, "Hey, you're you're here right now. Like, if you wanted a popsicle, here's a place to go get one or something." Well, and importantly, right? You know, there is a big push from Disney to use the app. There are certain places where you absolutely have to. Like, there are some quick service places where you can only order mobile, right? So yeah. you have to do it that way. Um, it's good to be familiar with it. You know, the, the Genie service kind of um, has mimicked a little bit of what the Touring Plans folks did. I don't think it's probably quite as good because, um, you know, it, this is just the computer saying here it is based off of this information. Whereas on the other side of it, you're going to get crowdsourced information that's live and in real time and able to kind of make some adjustments. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, Again, not paid by touring plans, but uh, but big plug for them. But you know, you wanna you wanna have the app. You wanna have it available. It can tell you all the stuff you need to know from wait times to locations to uh, it's your map. You know, it can tell you how to walk there and get yes. there. Yes. Yes. So transportation, um, all of that information is just there, available at your fingertips. So and it's good to just have it already downloaded. Have and then be logged in. And the other thing about that app is when you open it up. Sometimes you have to like, it's almost a 30 second lag where yeah. it's like, oh, hello, Kayla. Like yeah. before it was like, you're going to have to log in. But if you give it a few seconds, all of a sudden it'll catch up and it'll, you don't have to log back in. Yeah. That's been something I've noticed. Yeah, for sure. You have that? Um, sometimes you I have might. to actually kill the app and relaunch it. Yeah. Sometimes like it'll, it'll hang. And look, I will say this for as good as Disney does at everything, um, their, their technology, Anyone who's been in a queue to try and buy tickets on a certain day or do whatever for whatever reason, you know, there's always some technology issue. So they're working on it and they're they're getting a lot better. How many hours of our life have we? Many many hours in technology purgatory, Disney technology purgatory. But bless their hearts, they're they're working on it. It's hard. I mean. Look, it's a it's a testament to the fact that there is such a demand, right? Yes. And that means that, you know, for those of you that experience FOMO, um, you can know that you're not missing out because everyone else is trying to be there too. So my last one goes a little bit with yours, right, which is things to do to be prepared. I always say, look, you should make kind of a wish list or a bucket list of the things that you really want to do there. And as you contemplate them, especially mm-hmm. if they're attractions, be prepared for them. So you mentioned ponchos, right? Look, if you don't like getting wet, then take a poncho on Splash Mountain. You should do yeah. that. Same with Cali River Rapids. You don't get super wet on there anymore. You used to get a lot more wet, I thought. But yeah. but it's it seems a little more tame recently. I don't know. But uh, if you don't want to get super wet, but you still want to experience a great ride, yeah, have some cheap ponchos. But for me, 
the guy that has uh, problems with some motion sickness, right? <laughs> yes, when I know one. what's on my list and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this, I got to make sure that I got the Dramamine, some ginger pills. I got to know where the nearest place where I can buy a Sprite is at, you know. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things to do is to ride Everest back to back. I've suggested you should do that previously. That's like a must do. Yeah. But I tell you what, my stomach isn't a fan of that plan. <laughs> Neither is my it's head. It's not on the touring plan for your stomach. It's it's not. I get off and I'm like, woo, that was a bad choice. And then I'm like, let's go again. Um, you got to be prepared for that, right? Yeah. So, you know, we've talked here about, you know, having the right shoes and being, you know, as fit as you can be for all this kind of stuff. But just like have the right accessories, be prepared, know what you're going to do. And it just helps make your experience that much better because yeah. last thing you want to do is walk around queasy the rest of the day because you, you forgot the Dramamine, you know? Yeah. Um, but you knew going into it that you wanted to ride a pretty, you know, intense thrill attraction. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love that. And I, I think just to me, the overarching theme of prepping for Disney is that's one of my favorite parts. Like, I love the the mental mindset game that goes into prepping. Like, I get to go there. It's going to be so fun. And it might look like this. Now, listen, there are certainly disappointments along the way when you get there. It's like, okay, in my mind, it was going to be like this. But the cool thing is... Two months before you're on a trip, you're having joy and excitement because you were planning and prepping and yeah. you knew that there was this cool place and you're going to be with people you love and having an awesome time. So That is so true. I, I highly recommend planning ahead and prepping just for the joy. And remember, like, you know, the things that you don't get to do this time, like, boy, that's a great uh, incentive to try and plan the next one. Yeah. You know, you you learn a lot of stuff every trip you go. No matter how you, how many times yeah. we go, we come away thinking like, oh, you know what? Next time I would do this a little differently, right? Mm -hmm. And um, even the best pros are always trying to kind of craft their game. Yes. And for us, it's a Disney game, right? We're trying to craft ours and, and get to that professional level. We love it. <laughs> Oh, I love that idea. Professional level. <laughs> Professional disney -er. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. I uh, hope you have a great time, Randy, and our oldest son. Look forward to bringing the report back. Yes, and I will continue to prep for my next one because that is super fun. But thank you for joining us for Whistle While You Work. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.